Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on TMS, RK Really Yellow. Why are men? 46-year-old chubby women covered in mud is my thing. The sniff of weights. Jorts. Are a little suspect. Age, sex, legs. I think Brian might like Spider-Man. I'm pushing it in. Full jackass moment. Blue Toby. Change into your grubbies. We're doing sandbags. Did I ever tell you about the time I was a chef and a butcher? Frog piss. Throw pottery and people out of your chat room with Amy. Cheating cancer with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers in the land. I have met so many kind and wonderful mothers, even stepmothers. Smart people know that no one is safe from B.O. The Morning Stream. This little piggy's going to market. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Thursday, June 1st, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello, new, Scott Johnson. New month, man. New month. Woo! New month. Brand new month. Woo! It's a big month because you got uh, we got Diablo 4 coming out today. We got Brian's right. trip to Vegas coming up. You got your MS-150 right. coming up. That's uh, right. We got uh, Spider-Man oh. coming out. We got... Uh, Family reunion for me, a trip to, yeah, we mentioned a trip to Vegas. Uh, my God, it is a it is a jam-packed month of stuff. Yeah, we got a brand new Transformers film, which I may be the only one excited <laughs> about, but I am. Yep, you certainly are on this show. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. I think it's just anything without Michael Bay at the helm I'm excited about, but also... You know what? Uh, That's true, because Bumblebee, I, I did enjoy Bumblebee. Is this, are we yet in a place where they're they're consistent, like as far as... I know the Bumblebee thing was kind of like um, new lore, new uh, canon kind well, of thing. Well, they didn't right? reboot it. What they did is they went back to the 80s. And okay. so this, Bumble, this Bumblebee story oh, happens that's in the true. late right. 80s yeah. or something. This one, I don't actually know the time frame, but in this one, you get the full complement of you know, beast. <laughs> yeah, you get the beast from... from and I love... Look, I will unapologetically tell the world that when Beast Wars was out, yeah, I couldn't have been happier. I loved that show. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. It looks like shit now. Trust me, it's garbage looking 3D stuff. It was at the time. Oh, I'm was, sure. You yeah. Know, at the time, it was groundbreaking. Right now, it's just terrible. But, but uh, I love those characters. 
and mm-hmm. the Maximals are cool as hell. And even though Pete Davidson's in this, and I have some worries about his character because it's just always a little weird when he's in things. Is, even... is Pete Davidson your male Aquafina? Um, is he basically like the uh, like you can't when Pete Davidson is is on screen, you can't. He's always Pete Davidson as opposed to being able to. Kind of, yeah. Like you know how she has she has perform. We talked about yesterday how she'll have a performance where you'll go, oh, that's not the thing that annoys me. She's very good in this. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. He's like that too. There'll be things I'll see. And I'll go, oh, man, he's great. He should do more like that. And then he'll turn around and do something that's very sort of whatever his shtick is. And I don't know what this is yet. He plays Mirage. Uh, it's a car that can duplicate itself uh, and make and confuse the cops or whatever. Um, it, it's set in 1994. So I think okay. this tracks as a actual sequel as, to as the prequel. late 80s mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So, so a sequel so, to Bumblebee, prequel to the other one. Correct. Right? Yeah. And I think they're not rewriting everything because everything looks no. a lot alike. We've got you know similar characters and everything. But I just think these directors have better <laughs> takes than Michael Bay. Michael Bay just threw shit at the wall, you know? Yeah, I feel like it. And and uh, um, they just have to write it so carefully to explain why nobody remembers the previous Transformers when the Michael Bay movies, you know, when you get to the uh, the original films that these are prequels of. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, there were some ginormous robots that fought on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. Um, yeah, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if they they consider this a reboot, I'm all I'm all for it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I just love I love me some Transformers, and it, like I always say, in the right hands, anything works. So let's see how this goes. It's not yeah. the same director as Bumblebee, but it's uh, okay. But it's new, still a different director, new director. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same writer though as Bumblebee, mm-hmm. so that's cool. So and we'll I'm see. Still, as you are, and as I'm, as, uh, as I'm sure most of our audience is, I'm still hopeful for Indiana Jones, even though you know initial reviews weren't stellar. Um, uh, you're, you're you're pulling up Rotten Tomatoes. I'm right going to see if it's moved at all. Adjusted, yeah. See if the needle's moved. Let's see if the needle is moved on that movie. I bet it won't, because I mean, that's there haven't been other releases of the film since the that pre-release last month. Mm. I Were think there? you're probably right. That's probably all we... Oh, let's see. It's actually gone down a little. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> it's a really... Oh, God, so really, the yeah. needle did move, but just the wrong... The, not the way we'd like. <laughs> yeah. Only a couple of new reviews. So put it at 49. It was at 53 last I checked. Um, okay. So that's pretty low. <laughs> what... Uh, what were the uh, what was uh, Crystal Skull <laughs> in that list? What's Crystal Skull was higher than this um, at the no, time? Was it really? Oh, yeah, let gosh. me let me pull wow. that up. Let, right. me, let me let me confirm that. And that's of course with full reviews, so maybe that's what what changes. But the Crystal yeah. Skull came with uh, oh, geez, that had a seventy-seven. What <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah, that uh, actually feels like it's been uh, something's effed. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. somebody's playing games the other direction. Yeah, something's effed up there because that movie really, really sucked. Uh, but anyway, listen to this. This review made me sad because I don't think it's uh, it's just kind of a wrong thing to say. This review, which is negative, says, this isn't the goodbye which Harrison Ford deserves. We're not saying goodbye to Harrison Ford. We're just saying yeah, goodbye to yeah. Indiana Jones. Okay? Exactly. Harrison Ford still oh got God. some golf course to crash his plane into uh, in the future. It'll all be fine. <laughs> Plenty of that. Yes, exactly. Anyway, when is that coming out? We got... Uh, June 20... Oh, 30th, it says. Looks like. 30th. Well, okay. wide, wide release 30th. It might be uh, select earlier, but... 
And the week go. before that Wednesday, we get uh, finally the the new Marvel TV show, Secret Invasion. Finally, like oh, yeah, nothing since She Hulk last uh, fall yeah. or summer, whenever that was. Too long. They've been working on that. Uh, yeah. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse sitting at ninety five percent. Cool. All right. Good. Good. You're gonna have a good time tonight, Brian. I am, provided I can stay awake. I uh, had a little bit of the old insomnia last night, Scott. I woke up at one. I did this exact thing. Tell me more. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to get back to sleep, sat there for uh, half an hour, laying in bed like, you know, all right, let's just focus on my breathing, not think about anything else. And it was really knee pain. Um, I did, uh, went on a long walk yesterday. To, oh, I love um, knee pain. I don't like the auto-tune as much, but I really like knee pain for it. <laughs> He's great. Anyway. I'm on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, the knee pain uh, is hard, give, making it hard for me to go to sleep. So I went out in the other room, put ice on my knee, sat there in the dark for a little while, said, well, I'm wide awake. Let's watch the, the finale of Barry because mm-hmm. I caught up to everything but the actual final episode. Sure. And uh, I mean, that didn't help. <laughs> did, they, did they stick the landing without spoiling anything? Do you think they stuck um, it? It was... It was, um, it was a because I'm nervous. Good ending. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. It was a good ending. It was um, uh, a good final season. Maybe it wasn't kind of the thing I was hoping for. For all the the, the Barry and his uh, his people in his orbit. Yeah, but. Um, you know, because you got Fuchs, you got Noho, you got uh, Sally, you got Cousineau. Uh, um, anyway, it was uh, um, the very final thing you see is, is oh man, yeah, I want to be careful. I'm going to be very careful. All it's right. jarring because it's true. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Jarring because it's true. Interesting. Jarring because it's true. Um, I'll take, I, I like that mysterious review. I like it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not so sure we are about halfway through. We haven't finished the, the Ted Lasso season mm. finale. Mm. I love, I love Ted Lasso, but I'm just not sure I enjoyed this last season mm. as I've, much as the I've previous heard, two seasons. Uh, I've heard middling things about the final half of that season. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer because I really, really wanted, really wanted to, you know, love, Ted Lasso going out on a high, and it, it didn't feel like it did for me as much. Well, um, and then we're still working me. our way through Succession. <laughs> nice. That show's good and addicting, though, isn't it? Succession. Yeah, it is. That final season so far is really good, and uh, it's already going places. Like a thing that I thought wouldn't happen until later in the final season seems to have happened. And it's, it's probably not something that other people were expecting, so it's not a spoiler for me to say that it was... Um, well, I just finished season one, so I'm I'm just rooting for Cameron. Oh wow! I'm rooting sure. for Cameron. I don't care where oh, things yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. happens. I just want Cameron to, to win. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> I just keep waiting for his scene. Uh, you know, Kendall's gonna keep. He's gonna keep calling. He's gonna keep calling me. He's gonna tell me to come over. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Kendall's gonna keep calling. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. And then I'm he does do it. it. Yeah. 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 And also, uh, Karen Culkin, I really like your work, but in season one, you did something nasty to a window, and I never, <laughs> never, never quite got over that. So, uh, Karen, the the writers for that show must love writing for for uh, uh, his character. Yeah, um, I forgot his character's name. Roman. Oh, Roman. That's Roman. It. Yeah, Roman. Roman. Yeah, uh, he is. 
he consistently delivers the best lines of the show and he delivers them so fantastically. And I know people, you know, I'm always bringing up Fargo whenever I can, but Fargo season two, Karen Culkin's character, which is short lived. It's not really a spoiler mm. to say that. Um, <laughs> I guess it kind of is, but years ago, but it's years ago. It's years ago. 2015 that came out, the greatest year ever of entertainment. But anyway, um, his role in that was incredible. <laughs> and I remember at the time thinking, well, let's go with Karen Culkin. This is a whole new world. Like he's really good mm-hmm. in this whole, holy crap. What's next. And I felt like it took a really long time to see what was next. I'm sure he did other stuff, but succession yeah. feels like, you know, when we finally got him again, which it I guess like was a big gap between those two things. I guess it was huh. only like a year later or two years later that succession started. Cause we're four seasons into that. So mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. But anyway, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There's our Brian's uh, finale reviews. Nice. (laughs) Still waiting on the finale for Succession, but so far the final season has been great. Do you think, is it stupid to wish for a NoHo Hank spinoff? Is that that a bad idea? No, I don't think it's stupid at all. He's such a fantastic character that um, that he's... I want that. He feels like he's got... I mean, Fuchs is great. Cousineau is great. Sally is great. Um, But out of all of those... Again, that that group that's that's closest to Barry, he does feel like the character that I uh, would love to know more about. Yeah, <laughs> let's get a Better Call Saul spinoff going of NoHo Hank. <laughs> I would love that. I'd be super into go. it. Yep. Uh, all right, couple quick things. Oh, reminder: the morning forum. We'll give it out on Monday. Uh, this week's mm-hmm. uh, question is how many game or how many hours do you game each week? Perfect thing to to remind people about on Diablo Four launch day. Uh, or at least early access day for those who already bought the game. Uh, go to frogpants.com slash the morning form and fill it out. Your answers don't matter as much as you making sure you enter because then you get a frog pants fun pack in the mail. All right. You get a prize uh, if you are chosen from that list, but it's also fun to look at that data. So get in there, check it out. Frogpants.com slash the morning form. I got a quick question about a thing that happened. Um, yeah, before before we yeah. get off the morning form, where do you because you'll next time we talk about it, you'll have seen the data, mm-hmm. and you haven't looked at the data on, on I haven't yet. Where, uh, what people's gaming things, uh, gaming hour habits are. Where do you think people are going to land? Our audience. Uh, uh, there's a nine. I think what did I say? Ten or more was the final yeah, one. Yeah, I think a lot of that. <laughs> I think so too. I see. I predict more than fifty percent in the ten hours or more per week. Yeah, there's been some but thought was- in my head. I didn't give it enough granularity, and I should have like said, you know, eighty to a hundred hours or something. Right. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. There's there's going to be people in there. I know there are some dedicated WoW raiders in our group that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have to give the time, <laughs> and that and for some Diablo folks, that's going to change overnight oh. today. Oh uh, God, yeah, their yeah, number. So, gonna, right. So anyway, uh, get in there. Cool. I want right. to send you guys some free stuff. Um, RK. So uh, I said RK. I meant okay. RK. I don't, I don't know. RK why I said totally. RK. Yeah. What does RK stand for? Uh, really yellow. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> here's here's the deal. I'm in a store parking lot. Do you have Smiths where you are? The Smiths. No, no. But I've but I've heard of them. I've seen them. I've been to them. Okay. During my during my travels across this great land. That's right. There's some. In, there's one in Vegas we went to. That was pretty fun. That was the one where I went and saw uh, the worst bathroom ever. It was in Vegas, and that guy went. God oh, was damn it. it! That was that guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, we're in the store parking lot of a local Smiths, and uh, yeah. locals will know what I'm talking about. They're they're very nice. You know, regular chain owned by, I think Kroger owns them now. So they're kind of expanding and all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm in the parking lot. You know, I've had a few experiences in parking lots that don't make any sense to me. Yes. I got yes. a new one. I'm putting, oh, no. the, I'm okay. putting, the, I'm putting the, the cart back because I am a good citizen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't just leave shit or push no, it and exactly. let it go. 
Whatever it takes, yeah, you take the cart back, even if it's in another aisle, whatever, you do the you do the right thing. Right. right there are yeah. two things you do. You pick up poo when your dog drops it on the walk. Yes. And you right. put the cart back in the in the grocery store parking lot. Those are the two yes. things you do as a bare minimum baseline mm-hmm. default. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we live in a society here. We live in a society. <laughs> so um, I'm doing that. I'm putting the cart back and Good. I'm going to push put it, it into place. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing it in and I'm, and I'm trying to make it, you know, I'm doing like a trying to make it so the thing's compressed and not sticking out in the road because mm. they hadn't cleaned sure. they hadn't come and uh, cleared it in a while so i was doing that and i was working it and this guy walks by and he's wearing jorts okay and this <laughs> okay. may not have any already already i'm, I'm cringing okay it yeah. may have no bearing on what happened i don't know like the jorts are just what he was wearing so i don't want to make that seem like a big sure. deal but you know sure. jorts are a little suspect i don't always like them uh, for some reason john jagger has me wearing jorts in the wrestling thing the frog pants wrestling <laughs> <Is> thing. <he> really? <laughs> yeah, and he's kept them right. because he just thinks it's funny. But I never wear jorts. Ever. I need to go and watch those. I I feel horrible that I haven't watched any of those. Oh, you should. You 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 and I've been like, kicking ass in that thing. It's a it's have a big, we really? Okay, oh, great. Yeah. Glad to hear it. <laughs> big time, big time TMS stuff going on. Uh, uh, ran, uh, the the big upsets have been like, um, oh, what was it? Right now, my character's being accused of colluding with the enemy or something. Oh, so there's even it's not just the the wrestling part there's um there's all the stuff that goes around the wrestling all like of it, the, all the stories and you yeah. you're gonna regret the day you remember that sort of yeah, thing oh yeah and john's commentary like it puts all that into perspective while, while we're watching the matches and it's like the game also has this weird thing where actual wwe people will show up uh hmm. and interfere as if it was part of the deal <laughs> so like you might be okay. it, it, it's it's brian i forget your nickname crap but you'll be fighting randy the butcher jordan that's what he's sure. called and he's dressed okay. he's dressed like a butcher when he's in the ring when he's out of the ring he's dressed like a chef so it's like this you know it's a whole thing but anyway you guys are you guys are in there wrestling and fighting and all of a sudden john cena or somebody will show up on the outside of the ring just staring at you and then he'll get in and like fight and like join the fray and then kind of cause the t- the thing to go a certain way or whatever and then everyone's like oh that's hilarious. why is john cena getting involved and like John has done this. John Jagger has done this in a way that it all makes sense, and there's a whole story with everything. So it's pretty great. I, uh, I it feels like it should be Chris Jericho, but that's a, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Sometimes it's uh, oh, I forgot his name. I think it might be just current roster wrestlers, and I'm not. Yeah. So, and John Cena's on the cover of that game, so I think that's the only reason he's even in it because I don't sure, think he's wrestling now sure. anymore. I don't think. I think he shows up once in a while to be like. He's too busy John with all Cena. that peacemaker stuff. Yeah, he's a yeah. busy boy. He's got work to do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we're in the parking okay. lot there. Yes, sorry. Yes. No, it's all good. Uh, and as I'm pushing these in, shoving it into the place, guy walks by in jorts and goes, squandered opportunity. And then keeps walking. <laughs> oh, no. Not another one of these, like, what yeah. did he mean? So oh. I turn around, and, and he said, squandered opportunity. It wasn't like I misheard, you yeah. know, it's not like frog piss or... Cheese yeah, bucket yeah, or something like that. Gas or, uh, yeah, none of that. No fart gas, tip no whatever. explosive tip. It was exactly squandered opportunity. Could it could it be, Scott, though, the Raylan Givens thing? Like, <laughs> you mishear one person, it's probably on them. You go through your whole life mishearing a dozen people, maybe it's you. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is a fair point, and I thought about this, <laughs> and I do have this thing. Yeah. Um, 
I should probably take in like an ADHD like proper test because I do have this thing where people will say things and it's not that I don't hear like Kim will say something. It's not that I don't hear her say it like my hearing is fine. Uh-huh. It's that my translation of what she said gets funky. She'll, she'll say something like, do you feed the dogs? And I'll say, fairy hogs? Like, to me in my head, I just hear, I hear it the way I kind of want to hear it. It's weird. Or it's, or it's more that, you'll, yeah, I'll take the dogs out or something like that, right? Like, it's, it's you're hearing her say, feed the dogs, and your brain's saying, dogs, dogs, I'll yeah. take the dogs for a walk. Yeah. Okay, I'll take the dogs yeah, for a walk. Yeah, I'll take the yes, dogs for a walk. She's yeah. like, that's not what I asked. Like, it's that kind of thing. And I yes. think that th- I think that may be a play here. I'm totally willing to admit I that. I can't say that I don't see it here every once in a while. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, I do it on shows. I have, you know, it's it's yeah. it's a shock. It doesn't happen even more. So, yeah. uh, I looked at him and I said, "Excuse me," or I said, "Excuse me." More of a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just shook his head and kept walking. Shook his head and kept. Oh, walking. really? Like not even like, worth I'm the not time for me guy. to explain it. Not going to tell him what squandered opportunity means. So now I don't know. I got another mystery. Squandered opportunity. So what do you think that is? I got a cart. Let's 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 reassemble the the aspects. I got a cart. What are you wearing? Uh, what was <laughs> sounds I wearing? Like, sounds like my obscene phone call uh, <laughs> script. But, uh, oh, I was wearing that. <laughs> shirt. They say it just like that. By the way, when I call somebody, what are you wearing? I was wearing a short sleeve shirt with uh, uh, it was a button down though. It's okay. what I had on in the show yesterday. I can't remember how it looks. Oh, it was like a gray. Yeah. Gray, yeah, but it had you know a little bit of plaid or not plaid, but like a pattern. But but yeah, yeah, stripe. Okay. Um, right. and I was wearing regular. Shorts. I only remember this because I had to look at your. I was looking at your core daily and and like your. Uh, it's like oh yeah, that's the same shirt he wore. Like he's got him in both. Yeah. <laughs> both. Uh, yeah, you know, shots. I, I got it. What I do sometimes is I'll t- I will pre-take my photo. For I heard thing. you have one of you eating an apple. Uh, yeah, I did that. Did that today. Too. Yeah, and the other yeah. the funny thing is, I sometimes do it the day before and then realize, oh shit, I'm wearing the same shirt in this shot. So it's stupid. <laughs> Nobody, anyway. nobody's paying attention to that. No, right? no, so I don't think anyone noticed. He just paid attention to it. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so anyway, okay. Uh, so, I'm just so, uh, so what else? Button up, button up shirt, right. Plaid shirt kind of thing. Cargo shorts and a pair of uh, Reebok running shoes. Okay. Oh, and a hat. I had one of these on. I had one of my only hats that fit me in the world, uh, yeah, Under Armour right. hats. Your Under Armour hats. Yeah. Um, all right. So what opportunities <laughs> right. were available to you? <laughs> that I squander. <laughs> that you squandered. Like, does he think you should have, like, taken that cart and, and ving, send it down the... Uh, Send it down the aisle, uh, down the, uh, the 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 parking lot aisle at high speed. Do like a full uh, jackass uh, intro moment. Where something I, like know. that, yeah. yeah. Squandered opportunity. That's actually not bad. I don't mind that theory. That's pretty good. I don't think so. I don't think that that's... I don't think that's something that somebody assumes somebody else is going to do. Like, I yeah. can't believe you didn't just take that shopping cart and fire it down the <laughs> parking lot at high speed. So this guy was mid probably mid 40s if that has any impact as far as like you know what generational okay. impact any of this has um, what else is he wearing so jorts what's what's uh, going on up top? uh up top we got a uh salmon colored um uh what do you call it? a polo shirt like a polo okay All right. i don't know if it had the logo or not but it was like short sleeve collar uh yeah. salmon looking shirt cowboy jorts. hat no cowboy hat Okay, uh, I don't know why I was visualizing this guy with a cowboy hat and jorts. Sandals. Sandals look like, no socks in the sandals, but it looked like my my uh, Keens, a little bit like those open-toe okay, Keen-type yeah. sandals. Yep. Um, okay. 
and he was walking. Well, I didn't follow him all the way, so I'm not sure which car he turned out, but it looked like it was this new, uh, the, you know, the new Bronco, the orange Bronco. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Was, it looked like he was pulling. Futuristic it looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Underpowered, apparently, by all Squandered accounts. opportunity. Dang it. Uh, See, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, we open it to the audience. No one in the chat has a good idea. Not okay. You... All right. I have a theory. Okay, go. Oh, let's theory. do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Um, uh, he had headphones on and he was he was on a call with somebody yeah. and he was replying to them. And when you said, excuse me, he didn't want to take the time to explain. I'm on a call. He just said, just shook his head and kept walking like, oh, no, nope, nope, not talking to you. This isn't bad. This is actually pretty good because I don't recall seeing the earbuds, but they could have been there. Or it could have been just a one one off blue tubey. Blue tubey. Mm-hmm. Blue tubey. Yes. Sure. A blue tubey in his, in his one ear or something. Uh-huh. That's entirely possible. And then me going, excuse me, is like him going, ah, freaking not you. No, no, no. It's not you. Not you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And he's having like a real yeah. business crisis moment or something on his phone. Right. Exactly. Some, some, you know, one of his uh, employees just completely blew a, a great sales potential lead and oh, squandered. Damn, dude. I think you may have just sipowitz this. Well it's done. It's a bummer because it, you know, not having anything to do with you means it's a very boring. It it's comes super out to lame. Be a very boring yeah. answer. But yeah, it's very it's like, boring. At least with like explosive tip and stuff, these people are looking at me. Yes, right. you know, rolling down their window. Forget. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In this case, he's just walking. So I think yeah. Brian yeah. is on to something. <laughs> all right. I drove somebody yesterday. We're a 22 minute ride, right? All the way from, from uh, my part of town to the other side of downtown Denver. Mm. And um, uh, things are, you know, quiet. I've, I've got a, uh, a playlist that really is just playing like classic rock, Heart, Led Zeppelin, um, ACDC, Def Leppard, kind of that sort of thing. So like the sure. harder edge, but not like it doesn't go into the, the, speed metal or anything like that yeah it's like mainstream it's like hard rock from that era mainstream sure. hard rock etc yeah and all of a sudden i hear the one that go ah oh, geez and i'm like <laughs> i turn the music down i'm like are you all right everything okay she's like oh i'm sorry i have headphones and i'm watching a game show oh so <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't you and your music choices it wasn't me and my music but it was a silent ride for like you know, 21 minutes. We're, we're a block away from where I'm dropping her off. And she goes, oh, geez. Like, <laughs> that sounds what like happened? What, like, something you did. I love it. Yeah, it was like a song. A new song just came on. I can't even remember what it was, but a new song just came on. And, and she, you know, was like, oh, I can skip it if you want. But no, she's just watching a game show. I don't know what you're like. Oh, geez, Ken Jennings. How could you miss that question? <laughs> she didn't get into detail about what show it was, did she? Oh, it was Indian. So I was Ipswich Clans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if she did that, you would have. That would have I would have. I would have tipped her. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Absolutely. she gets a tip today. That's amazing. Um, exactly. well, that's great. I'm. Uh, I was, but not a weirdo. You don't have any enough weirdos, man, with your driving. I know. I, I know. It's been. It's been great. I've got. Uh, uh, I've been having some luck. I had that same ride, by the way, as I'm dropping her off. So I've got to cross Colfax Avenue, which is this rush hour, busy, busy, busy. I see a window. I have to turn left, go into the side street, turn left, and there's a guy crossing the street. And so I stop and wait for him. He's crossing parallel to Colfax. So yeah. so I've got my window. I've got to get out my butt out of the oncoming traffic. But there's time. And he... He looks at me like he's expecting me to be pissed off that he's going to walk in front of me. And he 
he makes eye contact with me and he doesn't stop making eye contact with me as he's walking past because I'm not stopping staring at him too because he's staring at me. Oh my gosh. So the whole time I'm waiting for him to cross, he's got his headphones and his sunglasses and he's just following, <laughs> looking at me the whole time. Like he's expecting me to roll down my window and go, get out of the way. Wow. I'm like, I'm just waiting for you to cross. I mean, it would have been nice if you would have waited two seconds you have right away but it would be nice if you would have waited two seconds so i could get my butt out of traffic but you had right away mm. and you you know you've you've earned that right as a pedestrian you were like uh maggie simpson in that weird baby with the eyebrows going by. <laughs> totally it was exactly that like just this like like just you know two staring at each other locked deadlocked in a in a staring contest who's gonna flinch did he say squandered opportunity as he, crossed the <laughs> he didn't oh, that's did big old headphones these big old beats on his ears and oh yeah that's what i wore this morning looking like a big weirdo out there had my big old did fatties you? on yeah it's yeah. great I like a little noise isolation when I can take the dog around the park. Oh, for know? sure. That's what I love about the new AirPods Pro yeah. is the uh, the sound isolation is boss. And then if I'm around other people or if I know the path is busy, there could be bikes. I turn it on to transparency and it works great too. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I have a pair of yeah. uh, earbuds that do that from Raycon and then I have uh, – what do I – oh, and then and the brand of the big fatties I got are the um, – Anchor? Anchor cor- sound cores. Oh, sure, yeah. Which were mm-hmm. so much cheaper than any other version of these. Yeah. Uh, I hear great things about those. Yeah, they're great. So much cheaper, great sound. I love them. They're great. Highly recommend yeah. them. Uh, okay, quick text before we move on to today's uh, yes. uh, Read This with Amy. Uh, actually, maybe I'll save this because we want enough time with her. You know what? Sure. I'm going to do that. I'm going to save this text okay. for the end of the show. All right. Sounds and good. Instead, we're going to call Amy right now and get this I'm going. going. Start creating my post on quicktms.li for read this for June first. Yeah, you guys, we do that every day, so you have this little extra bonus thing. You know exactly. So don't don't miss out. Don't skip out. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. You know. Don't walk past this staring at it uncomfortably. Don't miss this opportunity. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. look what we got here it's our favorite reading buddy uh amy robinson also known as red fraggle three wherever she goes on the internet amy welcome back to the show well hello hi Thank you so much how are you and it's how good is, to have you back yeah how was graduation how'd that go for uh, oh you know boy? what it went really great i was like after talking with you guys i was like man have I made a mistake by <laughs> by forcing my kid to go to this? Am I making myself miserable? Yeah. No. They had it. It it was actually a pretty small graduating class uh, because it, the school is a relatively new school. It's a STEM school. Mm. Um, so they only had about 250 kids graduating. And so we had it in like, it was almost like a hall of a con- convention center. In fact, it was the hall of a convention center. Mm. So imagine, you know, the the area where you would have like a panel or whatever at a at a con. It was like that. And then they started at 10 o'clock, like, bam, right on the money. They started playing Pomp and Circumstance at 10 o'clock on the dot. And they were done by 11. It was amazing. Wow. That's wow. the it way was, to do it. That is like really well the done. unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the unicorn of uh, graduation ceremonies. Yeah, I would. Right? I would have yeah. loved that for my kids. All three of them sucked. They were mm-hmm. all too long and horrible and sweaty and hot yeah. and lame. That's that's amazing. Do you think it's because you live in Georgia and Georgia is known for being hot, sticky, and gross? And uh, mm. you just are like, get in, get out, folks. We know, we know, you've got to get back to your AC. Let's get out of here like that. Oh, no. Um, in fact, I think some of the bigger schools are actually in the arena proper. Um, mm. So, yeah, no, I think it was just because we had the benefit of being at a, a smaller school. And yeah. so they were able to, like, get us in, get us out. And they were also, like, everyone in our county, which, you know, Georgia has a lot of counties. But, you know, we have – Gwinnett is one of the largest counties in Georgia. And – Every single one of Gwinnett schools had their graduation ceremony at that same arena. So they were very like you could go on their website and see all the different time slots Mm. for any different school or whatever. Some some of those graduations are actually even still going on now, uh, three days later. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they they might be because I remember, (laughs) you know, some parents were talking about like, oh, what day are you? Uh, You know, that kind of thing. Randall Jepson, Randall Jepson. And then gets up there, takes (laughs) his thing. Oh, they go on forever, dude. I hate him. Hate him. Anyway, well, oh, I'm glad they, you're back. They, really, and you they were really it. snappy, and the kids got to do the cute thing where they threw their hats and everything. And mm. yeah, it was great. It was That's it cool. was good stuff, and we we all got to take pictures with my my goofy kid, and um, <laughs> and then he probably went off to you know several graduation parties and whatnot. You so, should post these yeah, pictures so I can see what you're. I've never seen this kid. I want to see what he looks like. You should post it somewhere. I want to oh, see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, I, I posted a bunch of them to Instagram, but yeah, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you the link to him because yeah, there's a yeah, he's very tall. He's he's not he's not tall by your standards, but for, oh. to me, he's tall. He's <laughs> he's as tall as Chuck. He's I have very one, very so. high right. standards for height, so yes, yeah. very vertically high standards. <laughs> right. Uh, awesome. I would yeah. like to lodge a complaint. Oh my oh, gosh. gosh! I used to have okay. music for that. Right. Let me see what if I can did find I do. It. What uh, did I do this time? No, no, no. Neither one of you guys. I'm just. That's the complaint. Really? There we would go. have been funny if you would have played that over her complaint. Yeah, I know, right over her complaint. <laughs> then, she'd, then she'd have two complaints, Brian, two. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I would like to complain on behalf of y'all's gender. Oh, all right. Um, and, but, like, this is one of those, like, I'm talking to two guys who I know would never do this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, as <laughs> I know Scott has seen, I we we got our, our pottery wheel and it's all installed down there and everything. And I'm like, oh, this will be fun. I'll just open up a stream and then people can come and hang out with yeah. me and watch me throw pottery. And I haven't quite figured out a regular time to do this or whatever, but it seems like eh, there's a there's a smattering of interest. So sure. I figured, eh, sure, whatever. So I open up my Twitch stream and I've got like Claire is following me and Bob Bats is following me. You know, it's just yeah. the, the yeah. usual suspects. And I've literally only told the tadpole about this. Right. You know, I haven't like put it out to the world. Right. You've at, just, at just announced it in the discord and said, Hey, I'm doing a stream. If you guys want to come watch. Yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Exactly. So I get on and I see, I have one, one viewer and i was like oh hello how's it going you know and person throws me you know it's twitch so they throw me some bits or whatever it's called sure and i was like oh thank you so much and uh and then they said outfit check and i was like oh haha because you know i mean i'm in my 
overalls and covered with mud. Yeah, I mean, this is like, your pottery. This is not, uh, you're not going to wear your sequined uh, evening gown to this. Exactly, sure. exactly. And and I mean, I look a mess, right? Like I have no makeup on. My hair's piled up on top of my head. I'm, I, I'm it's a messy business throwing mm. pots. And so I was like, oh, haha, yep, these are my favorite overalls. And I should also mention, you guys know me, you met me, you know, I'm chubby. And I've I've got the way that I have my phone. I ha- I just have it set up on my phone right now. It's kind of propped up there. Mm. It's not the most flattering angle. You can kind of see a little bit of my 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 belly, or you know, this mm. is because that's frankly that's I use a lot of that to get body weight into throwing the pots, which is uh, to my oh, advantage. Sure. <laughs> uh, I get that. But um, but anyway, so not a flattering angle. I don't look good. I you know I'm like clearly not there for you know people to look at me and tell me how cute i am <laughs> right. um i'm like no look at the look at the clay uh and then this this person says legs check 30 dollars oh god 30 <laughs> dollars uh, I, I went ew no sir this is not that kind of string this is the same dude and by I, the way same guy yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, literally, I only had one viewer the whole time. Like, <laughs> oh, man. So, and I'm going, and and I would have banhammered him, but my hands are covered in clay. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I didn't think I would need a mod. Because, like, I mean, who the hell am I, right? right. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get, like, you know, hundreds of viewers in there where I need somebody. I need a mod with a banhammer. Oh, no, I need a mod with a banhammer because why Apparently are men... So. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. So obviously, you know, it's, it's easy to look at this and go, ah, men, which I know you're not doing because you, you're not lumping everybody right, into that. Yeah. But there is more of this. Okay, take it from somebody who has now done a full month and a week on YouTube. I've switched over mm-hmm. at first as an experiment, now long term. I get so much less weird shit over here. Mm. Oh, really? Then uh, on Twitch, I get more engagement. Yeah. I've had more views. I get more people in here for TMS in the morning. I get a bunch of other reasons why it's been a good move, but I don't get any of the spam. I don't get ASCII penises. Mm. I don't get all that stuff I used to get on Twitch all the time. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying the Twitch isn't like, you know, you're throwing out a challenge to the tadpole to send yeah, you ask right. right. yeah, that's you know true. That, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a very good point. Well, I would it- love to. I would love to stream here on YouTube, but yeah. I don't have enough followers. You see, so, oh, you need a certain number like, to be able to do it. Yeah, and yeah. same thing on. Oh, here come the ASCII penises. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Uh, <laughs> I the Doctor so- Calhoun is the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What right? the heck? Look, and I the, don't the, even um, know. I don't even know what biochemistry. Do you forget Amish, your Hippocratic Amish overlord? Oath. How do I know it was a guy? Because guys are the only ones who do this. <laughs> Women don't do this. I'm <laughs> sorry. I have been we hit all on. know. Come I on have, now. We yeah. all know I have it was been, a guy. Yeah. I have been complimented and hit on by a lesbian before. It is mm. not that icky like i'm entitled i i put in money and out comes sex yeah but also leg check like who says leg check or whatever who says that you freaking weirdos so i'm not saying this is not i'm not trying to slam twitch with this i'm just saying there's a cultural difference going on over there and a lot of these are like 13 year old boys i don't know why they don't don't what's what's that one um the twitch based all their like bits off of and everything uh oh chatterbait is that it Chatterbait. 
Don't go rushing over there to see this, everybody, if you're at work or whatever. Don't go there. But basically, it's, you know, it's Twitch for naked people doing all sorts of debauchery. (laughs) He should just go there. That was exactly my point was I was like, do I look like OnlyFans to you? Like, I'm like 14 year old chubby lady covered in mud, like, (laughs) which I realized the covered in mud part is not. But but still, I'm like. No. And then after I even said, I was like, ew, no, sir, this is not that kind of stream. <laughs> he didn't leave. He still just hung around. <laughs> and finally, I was like, oh, no, my phone's going to die. Uh, you know, yeah, and I yeah and you're probably I, I like, good, couldn't happen soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, so that's my complaint. But I, I, I mean, and a lot of people are like, oh, sounds like you were on the Internet. I know. I get it. But first of all, this shows a number of things. Number one, it doesn't matter how provocatively we're dressed or not, in my case. It doesn't matter. It, it, like, it literally does not matter what the circumstances are. Women are going to receive this kind of shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. everywhere we go, everywhere. it's It happens all over the place. Women get, like, accosted at gas stations and people don't believe that this happens well the reason they don't believe it so here's what here's here's something i learned the hard way um i used to be that way where i'd be like is this really how is this happening i I never see this and then it dawned on me just because you're not doing it doesn't mean it doesn't happen a and b Mm -hmm. you're not there Mm -hmm. so how would i know if it happens or doesn't happen and how do yeah. I know? I believe the women around me who tell me it happens. And sure enough, I, I, you know what I always, this is so, this is so weird. I, I've talked about this before when I drive like by a gas station, I see a bunch of kids out skateboarding and I just want to go scare them. It's a weird instinct. <laughs> I don't know why I have it. We've talked to Wendy about it. This doesn't make any sense. But I, I'm always in this mode of like, I just want somebody out there in public to try something and I want to witness it. I don't want them to do it, but if they do it, I want to witness it. Mm-hmm. Like them catcalling somebody or creeping up on some girl, something so that I can, well, I need to pop off. <laughs> I want to like it's go. Funny. It's funny you say that, Scott. So what I said to Chuck later when I told him the story, I said, so the lesson here, I was like, Scott seemed like he was genuinely interested in watching me throw pottery. So what I need to do is I find a time when Scott's available yep. and then Scott can come watch my stream and then some creep comes in there and then scott will kick his ass like, that's <laughs> yeah. what i need to do yeah i would i mean i i would only be able to do it virtually but i'd love i i i have and i think this is true of, i think this is true of brian all of us would would leap to defend our our 100%, sisters and friends without a doubt 100 yes, exactly. you guys are all like our yeah. sisters it would piss us off to no end but it just never seems to happen in front of me and i just want to like freaking I want to jump through your stream and grab whoever that was. The problem is I jump through your stream and find out it's some 12-year-old turd whose parents aren't paying attention to what he's doing online. And then I'm going to be like, oh, that's a systematic problem. And then my brain will go different places. But I just want to smack somebody who's being an ass. I just want to do it. Mm -hmm. I want to get physical. What's that about? Why is that a thing? My son gets so tired of me, like, telling him this stuff. And, like, I send him TikToks all the time of crap like this happening. I was like, if you ever do this, I will absolutely (laughs) wallop you in the back of the head. Like, I I don't care how tall you are. I'll get a step stool and go up there and hit you. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So. Well, that's good. Anyway. I think I, I appreciate the uh, uh, the discussion. I think it's a good one to have once in a while. So uh, you yep. should do it. The point is, you should do it more. Um, 
I didn't know when you went live or I would have gone. I would yeah, have loved to have cool. I would it have was, loved to see it too. Yeah. 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 Well, so like, like I say, I need to, I need to find, I'm going to talk to you guys. Cause I need to find a time what's good. Um, and you know, I mean, I was kind of hoping, I think Dunaway was actually live at the time. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is cool. Cause I know he fought, we follow each other. Right. And I was like, maybe he'll, he'll send me a raid or something. That would be fun. Sure. But yeah, yeah like I'll find a time and, and actually, you know, set something up and, and yeah we'll get have, more tadpoles you know, in there and then we can whatnot. screw yeah. yeah then we can we can we can chase those bastards out of there when they show exactly. up yeah. yeah just bring the band hammer and all that and then you guys can watch <laughs> me you know play with clay it's fun yeah, yeah. so yeah. all right but we have a book we have a book. a book oh man oh, yeah, yeah we got to get to this book let's do it uh did, yeah. we got a clip for this book do you want to set anything 12 up? seconds tell us about the book <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um this book is uh, it's it's a post-apocalyptic, I would call it speculative fiction, more mm. so. It, it was uh, classified as sci-fi, but I would actually call it speculative fiction. And uh, it's uh, it's kind of scarily prescient. Mm. I, like, so. I like that kind of fiction, so I bet this is something I like. Here we go, I'm hitting play. Stars casting their cool, pale, glinting light. You couldn't see so many stars when I was little. My stepmother says to me, She stands still and small, looking up at the broad sweep of the Milky Way. She and I have gone out after dark to take the washing down from the clothesline. The day has been hot, as usual, and we both like the cool darkness of early night. There's no moon, but we can see very well. The sky is full of stars. The neighborhood wall is a massive, looming presence nearby. I see it as a crouching animal, perhaps about to spring, more threatening than protective. But my stepmother is there, and she isn't afraid. I stay close to her. I'm seven years old. I look up at the stars in the deep black sky. Why couldn't you see the stars? I ask her. Everyone can see them. City lights, she says. Lights, progress, growth, all those things were too hot and too poor to bother with anymore. There are city lights now, I say to her. They don't hide the stars. She shakes her head. There aren't anywhere near as many as there were. Kids today have no idea what a blaze of light cities used to be. And not that long ago. I'd rather have the stars, I say. The stars are free. She shrugs. I'd rather have the city lights back myself. The sooner the better. But we can afford the stars. She sounds like Gina Torres. So uh, the narrator's name is Lynn Thigpen. That is definitely not Gina Torres. If you don't know her by name, if you looked her up on IMDb, you'd go, oh, yeah, I know her. She's a great character actress. Um, I was immediately thrown back to my childhood, wherein she was the host of the children's game show, Where in the World is Carmen Diego? Oh, I know her. Yeah, Yeah. she's awesome. She's in all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. She was in... um, Oh, no, I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, she's great. I like her a lot. Yeah, yeah. indeed. And that was one of the more comforting and uh, unsettling all, at the same time parts of of this book. Uh, the, the name of the book is Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. And it was written, uh, rather, I should say it was published in, I believe, 1993. 98 sometime around in there so in the 90s yep 93 mm-hmm. and it is oddly prescient like it starts next year 
it starts in 2024. 2024. Okay. And, interesting. Right. Yep. And because due to, you know, uh, the shrinking middle class, climate change, uh, you know, economic collapse, all sorts of other things, we're in a post-apocalyptic hellscape. Uh, most people who are in what we would now call middle class, or rather what they call middle class, we would have called living in poverty. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, now if you get to live in a walled neighborhood or something like that, then, you know, you're considered rich. Uh, and they live in a walled community. They've been kept safe the whole time. Her father's a minister. And, you know, then things start going wrong, even within their their walled community. This sounds great. So, this sounds like my jam. I'm into it. It does. It does. It would be. And it's it is very dark. I'm not going to lie. I I had a hard. It, this is a hard read. It is not. It, this is not an easy like pick it up and flip through it in a weekend at the beach book. This is <laughs> this book takes heavy, some heavy work. stuff. Indeed. And it's it's actually a two book series. Uh, the name of the series is Earthseed. Mm. And in this is what's really super creepy in the sequel, uh, which is called Parable of the Talents. There is a presidential candidate who runs on the slogan, Make America Great Again. Oh, lovely. What year I was swear, that? What year was it, it was, uh, published? Was it a long time 1998, ago? 1998, <laughs> I think. Oh, geez. I mean, technically, yeah. uh, who ha- uh, Reagan ran on on a similar slogan or something. So it's possible it's like a, a mm. thing of that. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah, common. <laughs> yeah. Trump, didn't, Trump okay. didn't make that up, I don't think. But he sure made it, uh, if, whatever it yeah. is now. It's, it's um, really quite, it's quite frightening. Like he's, you know, a religious zealot. And they, you know, they, they just plunge us even further into a dystopian nightmare and uh yeah it's it's uh it's oddly and frighteningly prescient there's also there's a there's an interesting piece in there where her character has what she calls hyper empathy and so she literally feels other people's pain and frankly she can feel their pleasure as well uh but yeah. And so there are some horrifying things to go along with that because it's very difficult to defend yourself when you're going to feel whatever you're going to inflict on somebody else. Right. So it claims the, uh, the, the, or sorry, the Amazon listing for this says that it is, um, young adult fiction zone. Do you, what, what do you think like cutoff age should be for, for a book oh, like this? That's what they're goodness. saying. I, they're saying teen, yeah. teen, young fiction, 10 to 12 grade. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with my, my, you know, my teenager reading this. So probably it, any like high school age. Okay. I think they would be fine. But I certainly wouldn't give it to younger kids than right. that. Right. Um. Mm. Because there's some there's some graphic, horrific stuff in here. Mm. Um. You know. I mean, it's an apocalypse. It's. It's what you're supposed to do in apocalypse. Uh, yeah. Right. No, nobody yeah, ever had an apocalypse where everybody was all soft and white gloves. You know. 
<laughs> right. It's rough business. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's, it's called an apocalypse for a reason. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. So it does, it, it, like I say, it's a little hard. It does drag along uh, a little bit at times. Uh, there are some conversations. The main character it's, is uh, the narrator. So it's, it's told in the first person and it sort of reads like her diary. And there are times when she's having conversations with other characters and she's developed this entire other philosophy, religion, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And there are points in the book where she's having a conversation with another character strictly to kind of hit you over the head with her philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but okay. you know, it's not, but, but, but it's there, not it's, there's enough of a compelling or story. Or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was to me, but that's because I have, I have a, I have, I have trauma around that <laughs> around books that hit you over the head with philosophy. Around. <laughs> Um, so, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, um but, I noticed she's also, she's written a bunch of Star Trek novels. That's cool. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. yeah. She became a very prolific sci-fi writer. Uh, so, so yeah, but I, like I say, I, we didn't really have back in the nineties, we didn't have anything we called speculative fiction, but mm-hmm. I would definitely put this under that category because it's, I mean, there is, there's some science in there because she, she explains the aspect of hyper empathy in a scientific way. And she's, you know, aspiring to get uh, human beings up to the stars, that kind of thing. Sure. Like, Oh, we've screwed this planet. Let's go to another one. Uh, that kind of thing. So there's a sci-fi element to it, but I would definitely much more call it speculative fiction because it's like near future apocalypse stuff. Cool. Um she wrote Child of Venus. Someone else recommended Child of Venus to me. I'm going to have to dig deeper into her work because this sounds all like my jam. I like all this stuff you've, mm-hmm. you've said. Uh, and the darker the better with my apocalypse. So let's do it. Um, fantastic. Go check this out. Available where all books and audio books are available. And uh, you'll maybe she'll, at the end of that read, uh, eight-hour read or whatever, she'll tell you where Carmen San, San Diego is in the world. <laughs> right? Yeah. Finally. That question will finally be answered. You'll finally for find out. Uh, Amy, it's always good talking to you. I hope you have a fantastic week. And uh, throw more pottery and more people out of your chat room who suck. Right? Yeah, for real. Well, um, I want to mention real quick before you kick me off. Uh, yep. We have a couple more spots mm. for the Tadpool Southeast meetup. So... Get on in there. Look at the if if the last time you looked at the sign up, it looked like it was full. Uh, we have changed venues slightly, so we have a couple more slots. So come on and join us. Nice. Yeah, that new venue looks amazing with the air hockey right? table, pool table, uh, video game, sit down video game thing. Like this is going to be a blast. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to have a good good time. It's going to be fun. And as Brian just alluded to, we have we have Brian and his lovely wife Tina coming. That's right. Yes. So uh, yeah, so come and join us. Have fun. Uh, Tiny URL dot com slash se tadpool nice i'm jealous i'm gonna be in moab being all hot and sweaty and you guys are gonna be playing video games in a cool be in uh yeah i guess you'll be hot and sweaty either way we're all gonna be hot and sweaty maybe a little sweatier where you are i guess but um anyway it sounds like a blast go check that out that's on our discord if you're not part of it already frogpants.com slash discord amy have a great week we'll see you next time bye 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 
All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're running a little late, so we're going to get right to it. Wendy will be here after this, and we'll kick into uh, this week's email, which is going to be fantastic. So stick around for that. But Brian, first, you got to play a little music. I can't just make this thing happen without it. No, you can't. We need something to ease into the second half of the show. Let's go to Santa Barbara, California for a band called Versus the World. Look, if you like your 90s punk, pop punk, your Blink, your Sum 41, your, your stuff like that, your Lagwagon, Good Riddance. Actually, this features members of Lagwagon and Good Riddance. They have a brand new album called The Bastard Lives Forever. Bastards Live Forever. The band is called Versus the World. Here is the single... Going out for smokes. Turned. Who is who the heck was that? That is a band called Versus the World. Brand new album is called The Bastards Live Forever, and the song is 
going out for smokes. That sounds all right. Especially if you're into smoking, you know? Get out there. Especially if you're into smoking. That that album is good if you're a smoker. Yeah. Only Uh. if you're a smoker, though. All right? If you don't smoke, forget it. No, no. Forget it, because that that song will make you start, and once you start, you can't You can't stop. stop. Wendy. I mean, random. Not a chance. Hey, look who it is. My sister, Wendy. Uh, She's here. Hi, Wendy. What are you doing? How's life? Uh, good, good, good. Life's uh, good. It is good. Uh, two things happened this week. There were a bit of a miracle. Wendy's technical uh, hangups uh, were were abound. All right, let me tell you what happened. First oh, of really? all, she kept trying to send me a picture of her son uh, who looked like Bjorn Borg, and it never happened. It just wouldn't work for some reason. We just couldn't get it to work. And then yeah. it worked. So not only did that work, that was great. And then this week's email, which we were sure we had seen, would went completely missing. Somehow found it again. So everything's coming up windy, you know? Yeah, I'm not losing it is what I take from this. Yeah, you should. Uh, Of course, also a professional therapist helps people all the time with their problems and comes on Thursdays and helps you with yours. And sometimes ours. Depends, you know? Mm -hmm. Often, as it should be. As it should be. So this thing that that you sent me is a beast. Uh, yeah. of a story. It's about five, uh, five, I almost said hours, five minutes, <laughs> 41 seconds long, um, but worth reading. Now I'm having, I'm not reading it. I'm having a robot named Sam read it from 11, uh, 11labs.io. Uh, we're using an AI today to uh, read this. It'll sound just like an audiobook to people at home. So just be warned, it isn't me or Brian reading this. Uh, Wendy, do you want to say anything about it before I start it or just go? Oh, it's, it'll explain itself. All right. It goes sure. places, everybody. Enjoy this. Dear Wendy, I've been waiting to write in until I was sure I knew enough about the situation. My wife and I have four couple friends that have known each other for over 20 years. We're the new couple. The other couples have known each other longer than that. We've raised our kids together, attended the same church together, and have faced our toughest times together. We are three AM friends. Until COVID, the men used to meet every other week at a sports bar and grill to hang out, but to mostly check in with each other. We are great friends who actually share our problems, emotions, and solutions. On May 10th, 2021, one of the wives was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer that had spread to her liver at the age of 49. Get your colonoscopies, people. Two days later, we all brought various flavors of ice cream, shared hugs, and then were told no more crying. Six days later, they met with the oncologist to discuss plans. Three days later, they flew to Dallas to watch a Texas Rangers game that they already had planned. They had a great time, took lots of pictures, and began purposely living life. It was a very hard two years, but in April, she passed away at home, surrounded by her family, including four grandchildren, the youngest of which was born in December. That was a Friday. The following Monday, he wanted to meet with his guys at our usual spot. After talking sports briefly and after some tears, he invited us to join him in Dallas for a couple of games. Wednesday of the same week, we had a celebration of life party for her. My wife put together a great slideshow that played on repeat during the party. There must have been 100 people there. We all spent most of the time telling stories about her that we remembered from the pictures. There were many from their trip to Dallas. A little about him. He's the most black and white, man's man, bootstrap, testosterone, do-it-yourself man I've ever met. He's loyal, faithful, trustworthy, and a drop-everything-to-help-a-friend kind of a guy. One week after the party, he was going through her phone and iPad and was looking for a video he started to watch, but stopped because he was looking for photos for the slideshow. The video was gone. There's a lot more to that side story, 
He figured out how to undelete photos and text messages. There were two threads in particular that he wanted to read. The first was with a contact simply named Joy. The other was with her friend since sixth grade. He read through both and found that she'd been communicating with Joy for some time. It was obvious it was a relationship. It was confirmed on her iPad by several explicit photos shared of each other. She had been cheating on him. The text thread with her friend detailed the relationship like two giggly middle school girls. The friend was encouraging of the relationship. He figured out that the other guy was her ex-boyfriend from high school. He immediately boxed up everything that was hers. He then drove himself to a therapist and asked if anyone had time to see him. I never thought he would be a therapy person. He told me he knew he could handle her being gone. But he'd lost her twice now and didn't know what to do. He met with all of us and we were naturally shocked. My wife, who suffers from depression and deep empathy, was inconsolable. We've been married 26 years and I've never seen her that upset. All of us felt betrayed. A few weeks later and he's been actively working on his double loss. He asked the wives if she had told them anything, any clue that might explain why. They shared that after the diagnosis, she had told them he was difficult to be around because when she would say anything about after she's gone and so on, he would get angry and accuse her of giving up. She would just shut down and drop it and that's not like her, so he was feeling like he drove her to the other guy. This last weekend, our men's trip to Dallas came to fruition. We were assuming he would cancel, but he didn't. He's loyal that way. The first day was filled with long, overdue laughter, baseball, and sudden tears as he would remember their trip in 2021. Day two came, and we continued our fun until lunch. That's when he shared the final bomb. It had been nagging him for weeks that he might have driven her away. So, the day before we got on the plane, he figured out how to find all of her Facebook posts going back to May 10th, 2021. It started with the diagnosis post, the ice cream post, the appointment with the doctor, and the trip to Dallas. The diagnosis post contained a hashtag. It was in reference to one of her text messages to her friend. It was a shout-out to the other guy. Day one, she reached out to him. The text messages lined up with the dates. Also... Every single post that contained a picture of my friend and her had that hashtag. It was meant to signify that she was with her husband, but she was thinking of the other guy. He then searched for that hashtag on her page, and it went back to 2008 when she joined. He spent the rest of the day erasing her. During the second game, he was recreating the trip with her, with us. Every picture he took of her, he took with us instead. He has a sleeve tattoo devoted to family. He wants to cover up her section with a black rose. He told me today that the off-again-on-again relationship has been going on for 30 years. They'd been married 32. She would have left him long ago, but he's such a great provider. He's second-guessing every day with her now. My questions are, can erasing her be good? Can you erase someone? Is it healthy? He's continuing therapy weekly, but we have more influence on him than a therapist might. How do we respond? What can we expect next in the grief cycle? He's nothing but anger and pain now. There's so much more to this story. I swear there's more every day. Sorry, it's so long. Even if you don't read this on the show, thanks for letting me get this out. Friend of Double Loss. All right, Sam got a little uh, excited there at the end. It was, his, little, uh, it was the <laughs> frantic <laughs> reading of uh, yeah, a little, a little much there, robot. But uh, anyway, uh, wow, but it that is you right in. That is a right that is a hell of a thing. That was just yeah. no kidding, Jeez. crazy to me. Yeah. So, so uh, where do you start? What do you want to do? I this is maybe psychologically interesting that I couldn't find it, and then just like 
really hoped it was fake and it was a dream. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I am sure this guy has wished that many, many times. Like, what kind of nightmare you can't seem to wake up from? Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's start. I'm going to, you know, how sometimes I like to ask you guys questions first. I want to ask yeah. both of you because I have a skewed sense of what people do because I hear everything <laughs> uh, that I would love to know what normal sure. people hear. And so I'm just wondering, is this a familiar story to you at all? Or some version of this? Um, kind of the, um, like, familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Meaning like, you know, an actual person having gone through something like it. Not really. Um, I don't think I do either. Uh, Can't think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, uh, known a couple people who've been unfaithful to their significant others. And, um, but in, in any, in all those cases that came out and, um, and there was, they were able to have closure on it, whether it was good closure or bad closure. What sucks in this situation is mm-hmm. finding out after the fact, you've got no way to get any further closure on it. Right. You, know, you can't talk to her about it and say, you know, how we, why are you doing this to me for so long? And, yeah. uh, um, my God, that's, that is, uh, rough, rough business. That's really rough. Like I, the only thing I can compare it to, um, I don't remember their names, Wendy, but remember mom and dad were in a big giant study group, they called it. Yeah. But yeah. really it was like, just like, they all would go hang out and boating together. Yeah. They go to Lake Powell. Like and, yeah. yeah they spend time at Lake Powell or whatever. And all these couples and they were all very close. And one of them, um, the wife, I want to say they both passed, but the wife, I want to say got like gastric bypass surgery or something. Yeah, and then after that, just really slimmed down to nothing, and and for whatever reason, that became the impetus for her going and cheating on her husband at the time. And I, I and I only knew this you know, as a kid. I, I just remember mom and dad sort of saying stuff about it on the side, but it really stuck with me. And yeah. I remember that whole group was kind of decimated yeah. by this by this revelation, right? And I think they ended up working it out. I mean, she came back and there was a lot of, you know, cons- conciliatory moments and stuff. But I don't think the group was ever the same. Um, yeah, but, no. but my memory is, that. as far as, like, anybody, I don't know anyone right now in this situation. I'm sure I do, and I just don't know it. But I don't I don't yeah. know anyone overtly <laughs> at the moment. I mean, I know, yeah. like, I can't, what I tried to do when I first read this was put myself in this position. Like, how would this be? Cause Kim and I married now 30 years last year, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're working on 31 and that'll be this August, uh, or mm-hmm. some, yeah, August. <laughs> Don't tell her if I almost forgot. That. <laughs> but anyway, that's a long ass time to be with anybody. Yeah. And, uh, trying to imagine the shock this would be, especially given the trauma of it, of her passing, Right. Which just adds like this whole other layer. Oh my gosh, I can't even. Yeah, and imagine knowing this. that you know, for thirty of the thirty-two years that that they were married, she was doing this. Yeah, it would uh, just be. What would you even do? It's like, yeah. how do you? How I don't know how that person. Like in a weird, and part of me is like, man, he went straight to therapy. That seems really mm-hmm. smart. Almost like an emergency ER for therapy. Sure. Visit. Yeah, who do you got? Yeah. I need it this minute. Yeah, yeah exactly. which which and I think probably is probably the. Uh, yeah, so go ahead. Definitely the right thing. Like basically, who knows what kind of spiral he would have gone into, discovering because yeah. it was like it's like one of these uh, 
um, movie thrillers where, you know, the detective is uncovering all of this data piece by piece about this person unfolding the life of this person that, that, uh, uh, everyone thought they knew. And it's a completely different, um, different person uh, on the other side. It's, yeah. Ugh. Just wild. And you feel, wild. you probably feel a little, uh, not skeevy, but a little like, Oh, should I be looking at her text? Should I be looking at her Facebook posts? But I think in a case like this, once you get the initial thing, it's like, all right, well, I've, I've gone this far. Let's see how yes. deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm not sure my loyalty uh, means that much anymore. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's okay. I just wanted to check. Cause I swear to you with, within the week of this email, a uh, good, good friend of mine said, Hey, any advice? My brother's wife of 30 years, he just found out was cheating. And I'm like, what? Was I dreaming this? Like, uh. I still feel like I'm not. Uh, uh. And so that's like a real person in my life. And then, you know, clients are real people too. But, you know, I've known of, <laughs> I've known of many things. Uh, of and course. so I, I sometimes think I'm, my brain's skewed and I'm pretty sure 99% of everyone's doing something secretly that they really shouldn't. Um, and some of that is, We've talked about Jungian psychology before a little bit and kind of the shadow idea, right? That you are um, hiding something and often it's unconscious or can be. Sometimes there's obviously very conscious things you're hiding. Um, And so I I do think that's probably not untrue for all of us to have some things we just are not fully forthright about or, uh, or even available to us psychologically in any kind of healthy way. So Fair enough. But however, I'm, I'm reading this email just thinking, oh, there's so much grief here. There's mm-hmm. so much need to process and time. Layers, so layers time. of grief, right? Like Layers yeah. and right. layers. Because it's like they said, he, he didn't lose her once. He lost her twice, basically. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then everything, and then he lost the life he thought he knew. It's like taking the whatever pill and you're in the matrix and you are like left to figure this out, how to actually operate in a very new reality. <laughs> you're just like me. You never remember which pill is the one that I know. It's, I it's never do. <laughs> it does like people. One? Blue pills, the good one. Yeah. Blue, blue pill, pill. You out of the matrix. So wait, blue pill okay. makes you be just a person and you forgot about the matrix, right? Is that the deal? No, I thought blue person or blue pill, blue person, <laughs> the blue person is a smooth <laughs> Uh, no, I thought the blue pill is the one you want to take. The red pill keeps you. Oh no, it is the other way around, isn't it? Red pill takes you out of the matrix. You find out, you see how deep the rabbit hole goes, basically. Gotcha. Or it puts you in the yeah. matrix so that you fully understand the matrix if you take yes, the red pill. Yes, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. See, and also, let's and just point out tomorrow. a classic uh, <laughs> age-related thing here, which is, you know, this couple. If they've been married thirty years, they are old enough to not have had technology and then suddenly mm-hmm. everything they've done since has been recorded. Right. Um, yeah, right. And publicly posting that and putting that hashtag and like, that is ouch. Ugh. Right. That, yeah. that hashtag is, exactly like uh, this, this kind of like your arm around one person, but you know, you're holding hands with somebody else yes, on the slide. Yes. And yes. And, and of course as hell. Yeah. it's a very, childish adolescent behavior right mm-hmm. like i'm gonna stay with the rich guy and i'll just yes. make this work and um but i'm flirting with i mean it's because it's sort of a developmental stuckness with the high school 
boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So when we moved to Sweden, I don't know if I've ever shared this story, but it is very applicable to this 2008 moment of where Facebook kind of became fully available in the zeitgeist, right? Everyone had mm -hmm. accounts and everyone was using it. And at that point, um, we, I had five couples I was working with around 2008 and all of them, all five had one partner having an affair through Facebook, mm -hmm. which I, I don't think I've had a couple since have an affair through Facebook, but there was just something about that moment. And if I think back to it, it was like one was a, a, an old college boyfriend. The other was an old college girlfriend. The other one was someone they met on Facebook. Another one was reconnecting with, uh, you know, someone from their early twenties on, right. And so mm -hmm. it was just happening anyway. And they also all had a 42 year old in the couple. So somebody was cheating and somebody was 42 in each of these couples. <laughs> Weird par wow. parallels too. Yeah. Uh, to and yeah. I was yeah. 32 at the time. And I was like, what the crap happens at 42? It just freaked mm -hmm. me out. Yeah. Uh, and that's, <laughs> that's when we decided to move to Sweden. We're like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, but it was a little bit of like, what is happening to these mm -hmm. people? And so you have a you couple things that do happen. Go ahead. You mentioned not having the situation via Facebook, like the cheating via Facebook, but I'm sure tons of um, issues where somebody's having an emotional affair via yeah, text yeah. or, or some yeah. other messaging. Yeah. 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 But this seems so classic their age to me. Like, yeah. oh no, of course this was you guys. And to, <laughs> and to do it that way and to keep posting right. your, you know, hashtag, on, yeah. and no one is, is going to be surprised when I talk about how much I hate Facebook, but I feel like it is, has become this, it is an operating communication device to yeah. do your weird business too, right? So, so I'm posting all the time so you can see me on these whatever vacations, but I'm secretly hashtagging my old boyfriend. It's just yeah. There's oh, you, you never hear about. It's almost a hundred percent of the time awful. that I hear about an emotional, uh, even just a basic sort of emotional affair. Yeah, it's always via Facebook. Always, I know. I know. <laughs> like, because well, that's so the gross. tool you use to see if that, yeah, that ex boyfriend, that high school sweetheart is still around. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. not classmates.com like they thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Friendster. <laughs> yeah. Friendster. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, so let's go to what practical advice we can apply here. And I do, I did love the voice because it made me feel even more <laughs> like worried about announcing this a sports game. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Uh, but just the, the couple things that are already in place that are awesome. First of all, driving himself to get help immediately. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it sounds like this long-term group of friends that have real conversations, like that is such an incredibly beneficial factor in his life. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so my advice to that group of friends is like, there is nothing more important than them doing what they've always done, which right. is being consistent, being there, yeah. being willing to talk about whatever needs to be talked about. The thing I would advise, because, and maybe this isn't even their problem, but this is very common, which is sometimes you get sick of hearing someone talk about the same thing, right? right. Sometimes you have a hard time not giving solutions and, and just listening. So just some core basic, you know, recognize it took 30 years to build this nightmare and it's going to take not just a year to get over it. Right. right? Yeah, right it's yeah. going to take some time. So that on re repeat, you should expect 
and do your best not to be annoyed with and recognize that this process may be slow. Uh, you know, this person's already getting professional help. And so your job is not to be the therapist. Your job is to encourage the growth that will come from therapy and but you're, you're always there. Um, so this friend, when she asked me what her advice was, you know, in this moment, you're furious at your sister-in-law who has been a part of your life for 30 years, hurting your brother. And all you want to do is kick her in the face, right? Like you get it. But what happens is time goes on and people will sometimes repair these things. Um, and now you have already made yourself an enemy and maybe lost influence because you joined your brother's anger situation and then he's forgiven her and they, you know, they try again. And now you've got all the betrayal. It feels like maybe you feel because you joined the side and that is so hard, right? We are built to do this. We are built to rally the side that we're related to usually and, you know, hate on whoever the person they want us to hate on and involve ourselves that way. And that can be tempting, I think for this group, to, to maybe be really harsh towards her. Yeah. Um, because he may want you to, and you can right. be supportive without having to then ne- push yourself way far past a line. So when he heals and it's no longer a problem, now you are furious and mm. everyone deserves their own feelings about that. That's not what I'm getting at. It's more like in your efforts to support, it's hard to be neutral and supportive. Um, Maybe neutral to slightly to that person's side is is a great place to be and just care. How are you? What can I do for you? You know, give him the space to talk about it. All of those things can be really do, important. Do, uh, do his friend, does his friend group need to worry about trust issues with them? You know, now that he's thought this this one stable relationship in his life for 30 years or 32 years uh, was, was completely wow. a sham do they need to worry like how do they conv- not convince him but just reassure him that hey we are you know we are someone you can trust we know you had this this crap going on that you just discovered but we've always and we will continue to always be truthful to you and will always be you know yeah. Definitely. And that would be like a very proactive form of what is a gen as generally thought of as being stable, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're still meeting with him. You're still stable. You're still encouraging. If you feel like you need to say that, or if, but really I would, I would sort of offer this as a, maybe a global piece of advice is to follow the person's lead. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Yeah. you hear him actively wondering about other people, you can mm-hmm. ask, would you, do you want us, do you want us to talk about this with how, you know, what, because again, when you've been deceived that thoroughly, mm-hmm. it may not extend to anyone else. It may extend to everyone else. Like yeah. it's kind of hard to know. So you really need to follow, follow their lead. I mean, he's, they've got children and grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got all these people who just lost their mother and grandmother Mm-hmm. And you know mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't say if everyone is aware of the cheating. Yeah, what do you think on that? Like, do you um, let's say they're currently not? Um, my inclination would be just let's not ru- you know she she's yeah. destroyed my 
my opinion of her. There's no reason for me to do that same thing. Although they're going to wonder why all of a sudden he's got a black rose on his arm covering, you know, where her name used to be or her. Yeah. are going to be questions for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been eliminated from any, yeah, he's been erased. every, she's been erased, yeah. yeah, I have a feeling they know. Yeah. Uh, or, or at least the adults. Or at least they'll, 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 they will know once they right. see, all right, why, why are you boxing up all of her stuff so quickly? And right. why have you taken all of her photographs and X'd her face out? And <laughs> Right. Right. And yeah. that is very difficult. So let's, let's just assume they already know the best thing he can do is keep talking to the therapist and his friends about those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and not keep the burden on those kids. Cause they already have the burden of knowing their mom has been unfaithful to their dad for 30 years and then died and they can't talk to her either. Right. So the double loss, right. Is triple loss. Right. And and is maybe more Uh, accurate and everyone is feeling it in all different ways. Families handle everything the way a family handles everything. Right. So you take any family. I always think of it as sort of like the flavor or the brand, the family brand. Like how do you handle trauma? How do you handle grief? What does the family do? Do they gather? Do they isolate? Do they spread apart? Do they get closer? Do they talk? Do they not talk? And you kind of have whatever is going on there is outside of their realm as friends, but that's happening, whatever that is. And so even being a safe place to help him talk through, you know, how the family is responding. Um, and, and, And so your openness and lack of, like harsh judgment just means that all the things can be processed. And that's why a therapist works is the therapist is not, it doesn't have a dual relationship here. They're just going to listen and ask questions and be open and curious and there and there for the long haul, as opposed to sometimes family and friends are like, are we done? Cause grief, at least the way Americans often, it's like, it's got a timeline. You have to be back at work in four days. You know what I mean? Like we don't, (laughs) have this built in very well. And so this kind of painful, jagged wound is really different than just my wife died of cancer. And, you know, we have an annual little party to celebrate her life. Like that is what would have probably happened. There would have been group support and honoring her and no one would have ever known. And that's probably what she intended um, and thought she knew technology better than she did, obviously, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you take a Gen Zer and say, hey, try this. They're like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. we know all the ways this works. Yeah. Um, and so that maybe, you know, would never happen that way. But it, it is it is so complicated and so tricky. So I would just recommend the friends do the support for one another as they support him too. Yeah. That you're just making sure everyone's kind of okay and think of it as a marathon. This is, this is going to take a while, but I don't, I don't see any, there are no like, Oh no, you got to intervene or say this or that, or, or, you know, it sounds like a terrible experience for a fairly healthy group of people. And that's a lot more than I can say for lots of things. Oh yeah. Like that's yeah. My big takeaway from this is he's got this crazy good support system that honestly, I don't feel like a lot of people have. A lot of people yeah. maybe even lost during oh. the pandemic. Like, there's this is just not common to have that level mm-hmm. uh, yeah. based on what we know about it. So, that already is a huge deal, I think, for yeah, him. Yeah, what a gift. Yeah, that's a huge gift. Yeah. And here's the thing healing means another life. Mm-hmm. Not healing 
means having the last 30 years torture him for the next 30 years. Right. And that is, you can't speed up healing any faster than it will be. Um, but that can be your goal and your hope as his friends. Um, because he can have a whole th- another 30 years of life, a yeah. whole different life. Yeah. And that's really hard to believe and feel in the middle of any of this. Um, but that's in the end, the outcome that is very much possible. Um, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, this is rough stuff. If the listener who sent this in wants to share this audio with your friend, I think that'd be a good thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Obviously, let them choose to or not, but um, right. I think it might be helpful. I hope it is anyway. And then also, I hope it's helpful to the friend because this is secondary. It's it's not the same level, but it's secondary trauma for a friend to have to oh, yes. deal with their friend dealing with this, especially the close yeah. knit group they got going. Yeah. So Yeah, like his wife's response was appropriate right that level Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is just you know how do you because of course she was lying to her yeah Yeah. all of them and and that is really difficult i mean i know i've mentioned this before on the on the show but just the that podcast about funeral homes (laughs) and how they have an after uh, a training for all funeral home directors called after hours and it's basically how do you do the second viewing or funeral after the doors are closed for the second secret family or the, um, you know, there's a, a child that no one knows about, or there's, you know, and, and, and this is how DNA has really messed with a lot of people's long-term plans of no one will ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we could maybe take a whole hour and talk about different, like why the, the brain, why a, a human being emotionally would deceive in these ways. And what it serves, what it doesn't serve, and and kind of, you know, that whole dynamic. Because this is not the first, will not be the last version of this. Um, But also just the reality of how many burdens people are carrying around Mm. that they don't need to. But it's terrifying, right? Um, It's terrifying to fess up, face the truth pay the consequences, you know, all those things. Like when we're teaching a little kid not to lie and we take them back to the store or steal, and we take them back to the store and make them make it right. Um, you're giving them practice in what the, the freedom of honesty or openness gives you and take away the burden of secrecy and the burden of lying and the burden of, and every human being is built to lie, right? So every one of us has, has some experience with this or will have, um, and some people will, you know, go to the grave with those lies and others find that they can be honest and stop pretending and live more authentically. But usually you need some help doing that. So maybe as a kid, you need your parents help to help you do that. And maybe as an adult, you need some safe people to help you do that. Um, so, I mean, that's a, that's maybe a whole nother thing, but it is, you know, trying to understand her is maybe not where he's at at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe never will be. Doesn't. There, yeah, there may be, there's that. maybe no end game to that. Cause you, yeah, the person exactly, that most but, needs to answer for the, the crimes of it all is not here anymore. Exactly. And that is really tricky when I, when I do any work with anyone about, you know, maybe a, a loved one that's passed that abused them or was harmful in significant ways. Like grieving someone who's gone is both easier and way harder. Um, because it is, it is one-sided and mm-hmm. yeah. So finding peace and 
some sort of help that way is he's on the right track to do that. It's just going to take some time. Yep. Well, uh, let us know how it goes. And I, I hope this group gets to stay tight and together. Yeah. That's awesome. That seems important. Uh, Wendy, always good as usual. Uh, realsteps.org yeah. is a great place to go visit and uh, see what that's all about. So when the, uh, the next bunch of openings happen, maybe you can sneak in there and be a part of it. That's right. Uh, read all about it. Anything else you want to mention this week? Uh, hot summers is here. Let's do this. Let's do this. Summer <laughs> the time business. is right. <laughs> Woo! No more, no more weird snow. Although, um, we still have a ton of snow in the mountains, and we're still expecting flooding. So it's kind of gonna be a weird. Right, like June. it's slow. Oh, this is so cool. My friend's daughter just got an internship at the Salt Lake Tribune, and yep. she she had her first published name on the byline and it was all about flooding in sandy nice <laughs> that's so funny wow nice. that takes me back that's awesome it, it does it's very cute and you know i learned a few things reading it i was like oh so the the cloud cover up there keeps obviously the temperature from being you know the direct sun's a problem and so your your melt your snow melts a little slower which yep. is good but man that's not gonna last no it's not gonna roast mm-hmm. hot mm-hmm. soon it's gonna get real hot it's already warming up pretty good today here's the thing though i remember like yesterday Going to church, 1983. We're all kids, right? And we just got there. Everybody sat down. Bishop gets up, goes up to the microphone and says, everybody go home and change into your grubbies. We're doing sandbags today. <laughs> and I never <laughs> forgot it. The guy was like, sweet. I don't have to be <laughs> yeah. at church. I can go do right. this thing, which is mostly and water and sand. Grubbies. And I'm exactly, in my grubbies. Yeah. Oh, it was the best thing ever. I freaking loved it. <laughs> But By it was, the way, you know, is Grubby's regional? Because I have not heard that word since 1983. Yeah, we I all mean, said, I know what it means, you know, but you uh, context. But I don't think I would use that phrase like go put on your, yeah, go put on your, your work grubbies. clothes or your, not your work clothes, but put on your. It never left yeah, me. I, it, yeah. I still do Grubby's. I don't know why. That's like, awesome. Yeah, Kim's like, yeah, we gotta, it might, be, might be regional. Kim's yeah. like, we gotta fix remember, the sprinkler. Get your Grubby's. That's how it goes. I remember being on State Street with all the sandbags and watching people boat down it and just being like, I mean, I was seven, eight years old going, there's a river on a street. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. I remember, I don't know if you remember, but Matt tried to run across it because he thought he could and it, he got caught up on it and flowed down like a block or something like that. We were yeah. all worried about him for a hot minute. I do not remember that. <laughs> that was one of my strongest memories of that whole event. We've my lost idiot Matt. brother. Ma. Yeah, no more Matt. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, have a, a good one and uh, yeah. my best to uh, your young Bjornborg son and uh, we'll see you soon. Yes. Bye now. All right. Her oldest is getting graduated, and he is a beast. I don't know what happened. Last time I saw Abraham, Abe was like a skinny, gangly, looked like me in high school. Yeah, yeah. He got the sniff of weights, and now is this big (laughs) freaking beast. He's a beast now. Nice. It's like when you first see those pictures of uh, uh, Nanjani, uh, what's his face? From, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eternals. Yeah. 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 Nanjani from, <laughs> from Silicon Valley. It's like, oh, dude, holy cow. Where yeah. did this come from? He buffed yeah. right up. Did he? Uh, so I still haven't seen Eternals. Did he? Um, was it for that movie he got all buffed up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Couldn't remember what the deal yeah, was I think there. that'll have to be a future uh, Couch Party two-parter. Yeah, I need to see. I, I started that movie... <laughs> I should I almost said famously, but I haven't really told anyone. I started that movie on a night where I was just beat and I conked out and missed the whole thing. So I'm. It is, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not a fast mover. Um, the the opening parts can be, but the, the the stuff with the yeah 
the whatchamacallits uh, showing up the first time and fighting in London and that sort of thing. But yeah. Oh, well, I like Zoe. Yeah, that, boy, that whole cheating thing. Let me tell you. Uh, number one reason, obviously, I wouldn't cheat is Tina. Uh, <laughs> number two reason I obviously wouldn't cheat is having my family find out. But I'll say the number three reason yeah. is having the tadpole find out and like oh yeah, I could not Can face you imagine? the tadpole. Oh my gosh, oh my God. the 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 heat that it would generate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It just seems so foreign to me. I just don't understand it. And mm-hmm. I'm not. This is no judgment toward anybody who's struggled with anything. Yeah. I just don't. I I personally don't get it. I don't understand yeah. how yeah. it works. I guess. Like, to me, it's just, I've said on the show before, I've had listeners have sent naked photos to me before. Mm-hmm. And the first thought sorry, isn't, that was ooh. A mis- that was a mistake. I know. I, 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 yours I forgave. But when I when I get those. <laughs> well, you should have seen how I pressed that send button. <laughs> when I got one of them, I don't remember which one it was. I remember going, uh, at the time, I don't know what other people's reactions are. Are they to go, ooh, a secret little thing I can do on the side or something? Yeah, no, yeah. I went. Cam, get in here before this disappears. Yeah, exactly. It's on Snapchat. It's only going to be here for seven seconds. And I'm on, I'm literally on the toilet. And she comes bursting in there. What is it? What is it? Look, check it out. Somebody sent me now. Ah, oh, it's gone. Dang it. Well, she had red hair, I think. And I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> well, she, she might have had red hair on her head, but we yeah. don't know. No, that's all I meant. <laughs> I, it wasn't anything weird like that. But like those things happen. And my my thought is, where's Kim? She'll laugh at this. Not ooh, secrety, secrety. Like I don't, I just don't understand it. But yeah. anyway, whatever. Uh, good luck to that person, and let us know how things go with your friend. I'm yeah, for sure. Jeez, I'm very hopeful for all of you. Uh, all right, let's move on and out of here real quick. Uh, we got some shows upcoming. Coverville today yeah. at one. What are you covering today? What are you That's doing? Right. Prince. Prince would have turned sixty-five next week, and um, and I always love uh, you know every five years getting to do a Prince milestone birthday show because people keep covering Prince and putting out these amazing covers of Prince songs. They're some of the easiest shows to put together, and they're some of the best because it's all such great stuff. So of course, covers of things like Sign of the Times, When Doves Cry, Delirious, Purple Rain, Kiss, I Would Die for You, When You Were Mine, Little Red Corvette. I mean, you know all this stuff. Yeah. Um, coming up today, one p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville, and of course, playing Marvel Snap during the whole thing, um, maybe even playing against people. What I what I should do? Yeah. Because the, the, the Marvel Snap co- uh, competition, friendly competition, has its problems. You're, you're basically playing with the same deck against the same person over and over and over again. And right. if... If your opponent has this deck that you that your your deck is just completely useless against, I'm talking to you, Red Fraggle. Right. Um, uh, you know, it you're basically just like watching yourself circle the drain in cubes. They should do it, and I think I've said this a million times somewhere. Is you you come up with four decks? It cycles through those four decks for each game. So. Game one, you're playing deck one against their deck one. Game two, you're playing your deck two against their deck two, et cetera. So that's like, oh, wow, okay, now you're doing a move deck, or now you're doing a destroy deck. Awesome. Oh, this kind of works, and blah, blah, blah. But sure. You know, Red Fraggle brings out her damn Galactus and is like, I don't have, this is the deck I have that doesn't have any cards that I can send over to the other side to to block her Galactus. Uh, yeah. And it's hard, right? Because now cause you're making a show. It's it's exactly. a different thing. So yeah. I could easily say, all right, let's play. We're going to play one round, uh, you know, winner take all kind of thing. And then 
we'll stop after that game's over. We'll pick different decks and we'll play different, you know, different decks against each other and that sort of thing. And that way it's like, it feels like uh, it'd be a lot more fun. Right. Yeah. And keep track and basically keep track of, of the 10 cubes and how many you've lost at each time. So you can just manually do it. Sure. Sure. I do love that you have this thing to do during songs, though. There's something cool about yeah. that. Because what else am I going to do? It's people yeah. watching me sit there. <laughs> right. On show it's, notes. it's a weird uh, it's a weird live yeah. stream problem because it's it not is. like a normal live stream. Where you're always either saying something or showing right. something or whatever. Instead, exactly. it's like I got to fill this time with something. And, and listen, people are saying, oh, my God, this song is great. or This song takes me back or whatever. It's not like I ignore the chat. It's like while I'm playing, it's like, oh, yeah, good. Yeah, this song, uh, you know was actually not even originally his and he did this for somebody else and blah 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 so um it's it's uh uh it's so much fun as a as a side thing works out perfectly little two three minute games i I can see the end of the songs coming and i'm gonna Mm -hmm. have to do a back announce it's like great we're not gonna start up a new game because i got time yep well done marvel and uh What you ignore Claire? Claire she in there? Claire sometimes? says you always ignore me, Brian. I don't. Is she playing as well? Is she playing little I snap? I don't know if she plays. I don't think she plays Marvel Snap, but I think in chat she she probably oh. thinks I ignore her and I don't. Well, but she thinks that of all of us while she's in there. She do. She does. It does. Boy, did I surprise her right now by not ignoring her. You always ignore me, Brian. Message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you? Attention. dot com over there, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah. uh let's get to this oh and also uh core yeah, usually is on thursday yeah. nights but core is not happening tonight core is happening friday night <laughs> and you might be wondering well why did someone have a schedule mix up was there a problem was someone traveling yeah. no oh, so many yeah right. none of no, that nobody's wondering that at all <laughs> no today at 5 p.m mountain time the time we start core normally on thursday is right when diablo 4 becomes playable in my time zone uh, I didn't make this decision, though. This was mostly Bo because he really wants the day. He's taking time mm-hmm. off work and everything else. I think he's going to go for that hardcore thing where his name, oh, they, they'll etch really? your name into the statue of Lilith in town if you if Really? You do if it. you get it fast enough, you get to the... Yeah, you get there fast enough. I think you hit 100. You can't die. I can't remember what the whole deal is. Anyway, it's a whole thing, and I think he's going to go for it. He's been recruiting <laughs> people in our Discord to like do it with him. Um, I can't commit because there's no way I just can't commit that kind of time. But anyway, uh, I'm going to be playing that instead. So tonight I'll be streaming. Uh, there's already a, a pre, uh, pre-scheduled stream up there for it. I'll be streaming D4 uh, yes. tonight in place of the show starting at 5 p.m. He will, <laughs> we'll all be streaming it from different places. So just right. yeah, exactly. whatever. And I'd even be fine if you want for Couch Party tomorrow for me to like do a a bow thing where I watch you play and talk while you're playing it. Cause yeah. I've, I'd love to see, I know I've got it coming and it'll be downloading my, my, uh, battle net as well. Sure. But, um, you can preload as, a, as of know, yesterday. I think, I think you can yeah. preload. Yeah, I did. But it'd be kind of fun. You know, if you, if you want to, uh, play and I'll do the, or not the boat, the John thing mm-hmm. and, uh, and chat with you while you're playing it, you can talk about what you're doing and stuff. I totally. Okay yeah. Sure. If it's at five, you're around, let's do it. That'd oh, no, great. no, I'm talking about couch party tomorrow. Oh, couch party. Oh, we can totally do that. Yeah. yeah. Because you're going to be gone the next... I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss the next two couch right, parties. Right, right. We're going to work breaking out Golden Girls for the next two weeks. So Brian <laughs> Brian doing that tomorrow. I was like, why don't we do that? That sounds like fun. That'd be fun. That'd be a blast. I don't. I certainly don't mind... Uh, <laughs> Claire doesn't want to watch that in all caps. Listen, Claire. Yeah, I'll ignore her. We do what we want to do that's fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Film Sack also this weekend. Patriot Games. Yeah. Get your Patriot Games on. Watched uh, it last night. 
Yeah. I, there are parts of it that hold up really well. There are parts of it that uh, that don't. Um, Does that have uh, that, that'll do pig guy in it? Isn't he in there? No, no Cromwell in this one. Okay. That's, that's no, but you've got all your Star Wars people, your Han Solo, oh, Mace right. Windu, Darth Vader. <laughs> that's right. I forgot how much of that, how much Star Wars crossover there is. And it's all against the Irish. Boy, dude, does that movie hate Irish people? Spe- oh, my God. Especially Sean Bean. Or Sean, <laughs> not Bean. Sean Bean. That's all right. Sean Bean. It's Sean Bean. It really is Sean Bean. Uh, I'm sure Claire will have opinions. Uh, what else? I'm sure she will. Uh, yeah. Skim this weekend, couch party, like we said, tomorrow. But I, li- I really like that idea. So I don't think we'll do that. Yeah. I like it. Uh, and that way, we actually do that out in public. We don't have to hide it behind the Discord. So we'll do that everywhere. We'll just make a big stream out of it. Cool. It'll be fun. Okay, cool. Um, what else? Uh, that's it. Patreon.com slash TMS. Boy, howdy. It's the first, literally June 1st. What a time to be alive and what a time to join us. <laughs> For some reason, the podcast across the Frog Pants Network had a 20% jump in May in, in total listeners, and I don't know why. I can't figure it out other than it coincided with the YouTube switch, and maybe that had some knock-on effect. I don't know, because they're separate. You know, audio and video are, like, not together. Weird. Really? So I don't know why that happened, but uh, be a part of that surge by joining us at patreon.com slash TMS and make Brian and I do cooler stuff mm-hmm. uh, than we already do. There's already a ton of cool stuff, but you want more? Great. Get in there. Patreon.com slash TMS. No commercials ever. Pre-show content every day. Uh, art in the mail. Other monthly benefits. Those couch parties we mentioned. All that stuff. Yeah. Sign up today. I, uh, and I've actually gone in to our Patreon and added a new tier level uh, mm-hmm. for five bucks a month. Uh, leg check. Yep, leg check. You guys want Every leg episode. check? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll do a boob check because I, you know, I got them. I got boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for the show. We're done. Uh, let's cool. get out of here. Hey, I need music. Do you have some? Uh, I do have some. Great. This is going to be so short and sweet. You're going to love it. But mm. get your get your uh, little birthday sounder ready. All right. Justin O'Brien says, "For my birthday, I want to say thanks for the whole Frog Pants family and Tadpool community. Let's party." Nice. Did he even request a song, or was it just that? He did. He did. Okay. In, the, in the request field, he put anything by me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Like, he's one of the best people. Just just say, hey, yep. your, your, your choice, Brian. Pick something that you like, and and uh, let's do it. Love so, it. Love it. Uh, because I don't have a cover of this for today's show, and uh, me first in the Gimme Gimme's happen to do one, uh, a cover of Nothing Compares to You, a song that Prince wrote for a band that he was producing called The Family. Um, that went nowhere. <laughs> that version went nowhere. Sinead O'Connor said, "Hi, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to do a copy of it, if you'd let me." Uh, I hate let me the tear pope. up this picture of the Pope. Ah, uh, the stupid Pope. He sucks. Fight the real enemy. Okay, <laughs> let me do your song now. Uh, anyway, and so she did a cover of it. Of course, became a massive, massive hit for. Her. Yeah. Um, this is me first in the Gimme Gimme's version of the song. Here is nothing compares to you from their 2003 album. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Take a break. All right, I'll see you guys all on Monday. It's been seven hours and 15 days Since you took your love away Yeah.
what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Sometimes Andy becomes lazy and uses a foot. Oh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.